Hey guys, it's Natalie Allport here. I thought I'd take the first episode as a chance to share uh, my story and what All In is going to be all about. So in All In, I interview top athletes, entrepreneurs, and influencers with the goal of inspiring you to take action in your own life. Whether you're into fitness, health, business, or general self-improvement and well-being, All In shares the stories of top performers through actionable tips, tactics, and tools that you can use to learn and grow in all aspects of your life. So, what does it mean to be all in? According to Urban Dictionary, to be all in means to be totally committed to something. Here's my version of being all in. Being all in means fully committing to reaching your goals and making your dreams a reality. Being all in means making sacrifices and often suffering day in and day out in pursuit of creating your best self. Everyone suffers on some level, but you can choose what you are willing to suffer for. How much pain are you willing to endure and for what? Now, being all in does not mean you don't sometimes doubt yourself or the path that you're on. Hey, even the greatest achievers on this planet find themselves often doubting if they can accomplish what they've set out to, but they fully trust that with hard work, they can make it happen in the end. Growing up, I was what you could call an extreme kid. The world was black and white, and I learned through firsthand experiences and mistakes. At three years old, I told my parents I would go to the Olympics someday. Thus started my path in sport. I grew up playing hockey and practically every sport there is for that matter. (laughs) Often playing with the boys, I had my fair share of teasing on the schoolyard. Let's just say I've always been doing my own thing. I was so into hockey that I actually often slept with my hockey stick in my bed. My mom called me a frevrua, which is um, a Latin term for someone who's feverish or kind of really into whatever they're doing. I wanted to play in the NHL or the national hockey team, and my parents never told me that probably wouldn't happen or how unlikely it would be. All they told me was that I needed to keep working hard. I grew up truly believing I could do whatever I put my mind to, as long as I gave it 110%. Now, in no way was I babied. I grew up in a very competitive family, and if I wasn't giving 110% to what I was pursuing, then I wasn't allowed to pursue it for much longer. Did I want a new pair of hockey skates? Well, then I had to train doing sprints, push-ups, and sit-ups all summer long to prove I was putting the work in before I'd be allowed to get them. Nothing was given that wasn't deserved. One day, I found a new love. Snowboarding was the first sport that truly challenged me. I really sucked. So it was a huge surprise to my parents when I announced I was going to give up my hockey dreams in pursuit of becoming a professional snowboarder. In 2010, it was announced that slopestyle snowboarding would be an Olympic event. That became my ultimate goal, and the next year, I was named to the Junior National Snowboard Team. In 2012, I placed ninth at the Junior World Championships and was well on my way to achieving my goal. Unfortunately, the next three years had their ups and downs. During an Olympic qualifying event, I literally blew up my heel on a flat landing. During the Olympics, I sat on my couch watching the events on TV with a separated shoulder. I was constantly injured, leaving my body unable to compete or train at the level I expected of myself. Sometimes, my injuries left me unable to do anything else, like study. I was pursuing my university degree in business management while on the national snowboard team, uh, to focus, or even to walk. In 2016, I made the tough decision to walk away from the sport that made me who I am. Despite the fact that I still loved the sport, I had been suffering from panic attacks that were related to being such a high-strung athlete. I'm a very type A personality, and high-strung is definitely a good description. I was unsure if I was following the right path or if what I was doing was what I truly wanted, which left me feeling unfulfilled and almost guilty. I mean, here I was, living a life many people dream of, and something that I dreamt of all my life, and I wasn't happy. After I called it quits on my snowboard career, I, like many former athletes, suffered an identity crisis. Who am I now? What am I doing? Will people still like me? That summer, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. 
After talks with my friends, family, therapists, random strangers on the street, I realized I needed to do something. I had no defined purpose, no clear vision, and no clue what came next, and that was a first for me. So what did I do? I scratched up all the savings I had and booked a trip to Bali. On my first day there, I crashed my motorbike. On day two, my bike keys were ripped from my neck while being flipped underwater by a wave. On day three, I got lost at night in the middle of nowhere. Despite events that could have been taken as stressors, I approached everything as an adventure and a lesson or story. My month in Bali was the best month of my life, and I came back refreshed and ready to go all in on this new stage of my life. After some time off to just have fun and enjoy other aspects of life, I knew my athletic career was not over, but perhaps just needed some refocusing. I was once again ready to suffer. During my last season snowboarding, I had taken up CrossFit as a form of cross training. So after snowboarding, it was to no surprise to my closest friends and family that I threw myself into CrossFit soon after. What drew me to the sport of CrossFit is that it's pure hard work. There's no luck, judging, politics over money. It's straight up hard work. Another aspect of my life that I threw myself all into was business. As most kids growing up, adults often asked me what I wanted to become when I grew up. Although the answer often changed, I eventually landed on two, pro athlete and successful entrepreneur. This left my parents worried about the lack of realistic backup plan, but I knew from a young age that these were the only avenues I wanted to pursue. I began to run several small businesses and side hustles on my own and with my family from the age of 12 and onwards, which taught me valuable lessons and experiences in sales and marketing, logistics, and management. So early in my snowboard career, I worked summer jobs to pay for my coaching, travel, and equipment. I took anything I could get, even working as a janitor. I knew there had to be a better way because that really sucked. And serendipitously, I was approached by a local business about freelancing as a social media manager. This then allowed me to work remotely all year while training year round on my own schedule. I now have the best of both worlds with the ability to grow as both an entrepreneur and athlete, the two things that I've always wanted to be. Naturally, I decided to officially launch a boutique digital agency to better serve existing and new clients. My business, 93 Agency, specializes in social media management, digital marketing, and content creation for small and medium businesses. It's through my love for marketing and my experiences as a young entrepreneur and in marketing myself as an athlete that I've been able to achieve business success. My hope is that the guests and episodes of All In will help you learn new information and methods in fitness, business, and life, and will help you to clarify your vision and motivate you to go after creating the life that you want. If you enjoy any of the episodes, I encourage you to leave a review and share your thoughts. I'm super engaged on social and love when you guys hit me up at Natalie Allport with your thoughts or just to say hi. I hope you like what's to come. Let's go all in.